Welcome to the Insights podcast series. This is short form podcast series from For Humanity. Just 10 minutes to gain insights on topics of pressing importance, especially in the space of ethics and accountability of emerging technology. My name is Sundar Narayanan. I'm an ethics and compliance professional and a researcher with a focus on ethical culture and behavior in development and deployment of emerging technology. I am one of the contributors of For Humanity and the host of this particular podcast. For Humanity is a non-profit with a pressing mission. It works on a mission of managing AI risks for humanity. With a group of collaborators, For Humanity is contributing to the methods of conducting independent audit of AI systems. If you want to know more about For Humanity, visit https forhumanity.center. This is a series on draft EU AI regulations. The draft regulations mandate classification of high-risk AI and also require specific approaches to ensure that such AI systems do not harm people. This regulation has proposed a penalty of 6% of global revenues or Euro 30 million for violations. We're going to gain perspectives from For Humanity Fellows on what they feel about this regulation in the current context. We have Ryan Perrier, the founder and executive director of For Humanity. He takes care of the day-to-day function of For Humanity and the overall process of independent audit. He started this in 2016 with a mission to managing prey risks for humanity. Ryan has conducted business over uh, in over 55 countries and is a frequent speaker at industry conferences around the world on topics of audit of AI systems. The For Humanity mission is one of the largest and notable crowdsourced efforts on audit of AI systems. I am really glad to welcome Ryan on this show. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Sundar. Thanks for, for having me. Very excited that For Humanity is uh, is doing this work and, and uh, hopefully we can communicate all of the best thoughts and, and ideas from the For Humanity fellows across diverse perspectives and inputs. Um, that's, that's kind of the key to the, the crowdsourcing approach is, you know, getting lots of different ideas from lots of different backgrounds and disciplines and, and walks of life. So I'm, I'm really excited for this. Absolutely. I, I, think, I think for someone who has been um, collaborating with a lot of people and have been waiting um, uh, to see how these regulations shape up specifically in the EU, I'm, I'm really sure that you will have a lot of perspectives to share uh, in today's podcast. So let's start with that. What is your um, immediate perspectives with regard to uh, the EUA regulation and how do you feel about it from a personal perspective? From a personal perspective, I feel good about it in general. It is an important advance to recognize and call out that these systems have risks to people. And in fact, the proposed regulations have identified high risk in most cases. And, and this is true. Uh, these are, when we talk about high risks, we want to talk about things like restricting freedoms, um, restricting rights. Um, maybe even in some cases, life and death kind of situations. These are the types of issues that are certainly high risk. And it's a spectrum, right? For, for uh, one person, if it, in, if it could affect their life, that's a big deal, right? But others, it might be an, more of an inconvenience. And so we move down this spectrum of risk. And so we want to think very carefully. We think these 
These uh, proposals are excellent first steps to thinking about risk and also how to manage these risks. So the proposals themselves have also called for conformity assessments. The form of those conformity assessments are still unknown. Um, we have some strong opinions about that. We think that independent audit of AI systems is the best application of these conformity assessments. But the world of AI, the world of autonomous systems, is still learning what a proper infrastructure of trust, what a proper audit system might look like in terms of governance, oversight, accountability, who's responsible for what. That's fantastic. That This also uh, brings in a very interesting perspective to look at. The primary perspective that comes on when we speak about UAA regulation is that this is the first step, so to say, uh, in global regulations uh, coming up um, in, in such a large way. And uh, from that standpoint, what uh, are the key things you did definitely mention about the conformity assessments and you did also mention about the high-risk classification, uh, but what are the uh, clear, specific points that you think are exceptional recommendations that have come in, uh, in, the, in the draft regulations? So in the draft regulations, they have uh, Annex 3. And Annex 3 specifically calls out high-risk AIs and autonomous systems, uh, literally naming them and, and what they do and how they work. And so that clarity is very important because it helps regular people who are, are just going to be learning about this to understand the impacts that these systems may have in their lives. So that awareness is very important. In addition to that, they, they have provided these regulations as a way to call out key social um, challenges and issues. And this is a balancing act in terms of the use of AI and autonomous systems around the world. China, in some aspects, has led the world in their use of, of AI, surveillance, uh, social scoring, um, and so on. The EU has made an explicit conversation that they are not going to follow that path. And so when we talk about surveillance capitalism, when we talk about overarching uh, societal-wide surveillance, including social, social scoring, the EU proposals rule those options out. And so this is where we're beginning to see the use and adaptation of these kind of systems in terms of how societies are managed and being coordinated. Absolutely. There's no, it's needless to say that the scenario is going to be evolving across geographies. While in context, we are currently speaking only about EU regulations, the scenario is going to evolve across the globe for different geographies in different ways. We're going to wade through those challenges as we come across. At this point in time, with the EUA regulations, what are the final things that you think are uh, factors that requires a little bit of maturity and you believe that they will mature to a different level of acceptance over period? I think the main, the main thing is what these conformity assessments look like. In other words, the process of governance, the process of accountability, the process of oversight, what does transparency look like? What does disclosure look like? And do we have the quali uh, qualified people to engage in this process. There are some in the marketplace who are saying they are doing AI audits today. 
They are not. AI audits involve three unique things. Certified practitioners, independent third-party sets of rules, and most importantly, an audit is a unique contract covering three parties, an auditor doing work over a target of evaluation, not for a target of evaluation, because the third party to this contract is the public. Audits are done on behalf of the public. And so we haven't seen this work done in that fashion. And we hope that that is how it will be built. But we'll see. We'll see if people um, like the approach and if they find benefit from it. And most importantly, if they find that it mitigates risk for humans. Absolutely. So um, this also brings us to one of the last points of this uh, particular podcast, which is uh, um, I, I, I'm sure that you're equally excited about EUA regulations. This has been a very important juncture at which such a regulation has come in. Um, and in this juncture, what do you actually look at betting on or you're, you're really excited about that um, something that has come in, the EUA regulation is going to change the way the world is looking at things? I think it's it's calling for or demanding governance. So prior to these rules being released, with the exception of GDPR, which covered data, right, which covered privacy, but not the holistic approach to how these systems impact uh, the world. It's this taking of the next step to say that ethics, bias, privacy, trust, and cybersecurity, all holistically examined in these systems must have governance. I've referred to the work that Silicon Valley's done on, on these types of tools as the Wild West, ungoverned, doing whatever they want without oversight, and it's not okay. Real people are being damaged. Real people are being hurt. Bias exists. Democratic institutions are being challenged, and that is simply not okay anymore. And so drawing the line in the sand and saying, that there will be governance, to me, that's the key issue. And now we will see how other countries react to that. I believe that comprehensive governance, it won't be equal. It's going to be different. Each jurisdiction is going to have different opinions and approaches and things they care about. So it will continue to be a fragmented state of legality, but that's because nations have the right to do what they want to do. We will work into that system and hopefully provide clarity, transparency, disclosure, and process through independent audit of AI systems. Absolutely, absolutely. I also look forward to seeing how these governance evolves across geographies and uh, how you um, makes it more effective as the progress goes through. I'm really uh, glad that we were able to spend this time and I'm really uh, excited about the kind of reflections that you have given for EUA regulations. I'm sure the audience will enjoy listening to this. Thanks for joining in and uh, have a good day. My pleasure. Thank you.